spot. Oh my god, that was cool. Uh oh, it might be a good episode. <laughs> All righty. The worst one ever. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. You guys, if you're not on YouTube, what are you doing? Because we have some exciting things in front of us. And we're wearing exciting things. We are, I think this is our most exciting episode yet. It's a milestone for us. Because the Mean Girl Pod is officially, <laughs> we'll cheer, we'll cheers, sponsored. sponsored. Woo! <laughs> um, and if you guys aren't on YouTube, but we are all, cheers, cheers Lana. Cheers. We are all taking a shot of Pink Whitney because that's our new presenting sponsor. I, if you don't have, and maybe some of you don't have a podcast, but the feeling of getting a presenting sponsor means you finally made money and did something, and yes. it's the best feeling in the world. So cheers to that. So cheers, cheers to us. Cheers to Pink Whitney. Cheers to you all. Cheers to the listeners. Oh, cheers to you guys. Without you, we're nothing. Literally. Nothing. Mm. Woo! It is hard to take a shot out of a shooter. It's also hard to take a shot at 11.55 a.m. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Those are good, though. So good. You guys need to go to your nearest liquor store, if you're of age, and purchase some Pink Whitney and take pictures of you taking shots and send it to us so we can repost, because that would be so fun to see. If you're at a bar, too, order. Like, don't don't do mixed drinks. Yeah. Just do a shot of Pink Whitney, because it tastes so good. Especially for all my single ladies out there, if you're about to talk to a boy, one, I've... Oh, oh, oh. Two things. One, if you need a little liquid courage, take a shot, then go talk to a boy. But also, you could bring a shot to a boy because most boys love hockey. Most boys know spitting chiclets, and they don't pink Whitney. And you could be like, you know, my favorite pod, uh, this is their presenting sponsor. And it's probably maybe your favorite pods, too. Let's take a shot together. You know what? We're, we're like cousin pods. Yeah. We are cousin We're cousins. Are, are we siblings? I will say. We have the I'm, same parent. We, we do. It yeah. Cool, and we also have. Our produ- their producers are, are dating. Yeah, so we're I feel like we're children. siblings. The same, we are siblings. We're brother and sister. Because yeah. being from Minnesota, all the boys <laughs> love hockey and they know spitting chiclets. And like, they when I say bar stool, they say spitting chiclets. So like, this oh, wow. maybe will get me in with some hockey boys. You'd be cute to shoot your shot. Like you go up with two, like one for him, one for you, yeah. one for her, one for you. Yeah, you, know you could like mean? hold it like this and be like, let's take a shot. And it's cute, too, because if the guy might be like, what's this pink thing? And then you could just immediately, because it's a guy, hit him with barstool sports first. Yeah. Be like, oh, it's it's a barstool sports thing. And then they'll be like, oh, bro, like, she's cool. Oh, duh, <laughs> yes. You could you could do that. You could take it and lead with barstool sports, and they're, they'll automatically think you're amazing. So with the Pink Whitney, and because we're pushing shots, we're going to start doing a new segment, which we do anyways. We've always done it. We always talk about new stuff that we're doing. Yeah. (laughs) Our life is literally new. Um, But we're going to start doing Shoot Your Shot. Yeah. And talk about things. Not It doesn't have to be – it can be anything. Yes. Anything new that you've done in your life. Anything bold. Bold. Like it could be asking for a promotion, asking for a raise, asking a girl or a guy out. Talking to your partner about buying a vibrator or lingerie. To sending make a nude. Spicy, sending a nude. And so every week we're going to try to do something bold and shoot our shot. And we're going to talk about it on the pod. And then if we complete it, we're going to take a shot of Pink Whitney. Oh, my God. That's, I love that. Yeah. Wait, that we just got oh, that. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. When you tell a new shooting your shot, you have to take a shot. Yes. Love. Okay. Yes. Also, it would be so cute if our listeners... 
like video recorded them telling us a story about them shooting their shot and then they like took a shot of pink whitney in the video and sent it to us yeah so like before, when you're at the bar and you're about to go up to someone like you have them in the background cute. take the shot and then yeah. go <laughs> or just just because maybe you just take a photo of your yes. shot and just tag oh my God. us <laughs> i want pictures of every guy girl anyone literally holding up pink whitney and like letting us know how they shot their shot love it Oh, my God, I love that. That would be cute if somebody in six months, too, tags us, and they're like, we're dating because I shot my shot. <gasps> oh Melt. My this is the new dating app. <laughs> A Mean Girl Pod t- times Pink Whitney romance. It's not Tinder. It's just Pink Whitney. <laughs> it's like, forget Bumble. Just use this. What dating app are you on, Pink Whitney? <laughs> Shooters. I just listen to this podcast and ask people out. Um, okay, what's that. your shot? Um, so I was thinking about what my shot would be because I'm not really – like talking to guys right now so I'm not really shooting shooting my shot in the boy department but over the weekend I did shoot my shot by posting a little bit of a vulnerable spicy picture to Instagram in a bikini I absolutely (laughs) I don't want to talk about too much because I'll blush I was a beaming parent I was like fuck yes you had the under boob oh yeah the angle Uh, we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it I I absolutely Loved it. It was a very hot photo. Thank it you. did so. It did really well on Twitter. <laughs> you creepy ass guys. It actually, yes, it. Oh, Twitter, Twitter has been nicer to me lately. So I was like, why not throw it up on there? Throw it up on everything. You looked, you looked fabulous. How did it Thank feel you. doing that? Um, so I really battled with it all day. I took the picture in the morning, and I literally went back and forth all day. Like I probably got like drafted it five different times like I got ready to post it and then deleted it I sent it to my best friend back home I was like are these good and she was like are you fucking kidding me like post the picture like it was a battle in my head all day okay and then I finally was like okay Jordan I thought about my intention like you taught me yes and I was like I'm not doing this for anyone specific I'm doing this for myself because Instagram is my place and I was like I don't I don't care if someone doesn't think x y and z I'm just gonna post it Mm -hmm. and I did and I was happy uh, you were happy? I was very happy. I love that. Yeah. The thing about, I feel like, the photo was mm-hmm. absolutely, because, of course, we all know you're not you're not in the dating scene right now. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Yeah. You're doing Jordan. Doing so Jordan. that photo wasn't, like, for the guy that's not texting you back. No. The photo was because you looked hot, you looked good, and you had the confidence to put it up. Yeah, it was nice that for the first time I was, like, po- not the first time, but one of the first times I was posting, like, a spicy picture with no man in my mind. I was just Ooh, doing it for myself. Nice. Because usually it's like X, Y, and Z, like you said, hasn't texted me back. Or I'm talking to this guy. I want to see. I want him to see this picture of me. But I was like, I'm literally not talking to anyone right now. No, you did it for you. I did it for me. Because you felt good. Yeah. So I shot my shot. I was very vulnerable. I was bold. And Did it pay off? Yeah, it paid off. I was vulnerable. Got some nice DMs back. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and you didn't do it because you wanted compliments. No. You know what? That, I feel like, is the key to life like so that was playing offense right mm-hmm. defense is being like I feel shitty about myself no guys are talking to me like you're down 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 so you post the photo yeah. wanting people to like say something good to you but then what you did was play offense and you were like I feel good I'm posting the photo and I don't care what anybody says and that's when good things come yes Ooh, I and, love that, and Alex. there were so many wonderful women too who reached out and were empowering which is very very nice to see <laughs> what <laughs> Why don't we just made weird eye contact? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was nice to have like people also like women being like they were also pumping me up, which was it's always nice to see because a lot of times that doesn't happen. So shout out to those girls. You know who you are. 
So I I didn't post nearly nearly the steamy photo that you did. Oh, we're not going to talk about your sh- you're shooting your shot. We we'll will. I okay. just have a little tidbit. I just oh, wanna, oh, I just want to okay. I want to ask you kind of something. Oh, I knew you were gonna. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, so, but I, I posted one <clears throat> yes. and I was sitting beside, cause I went to Oklahoma for a little bit and I was sitting beside my darling mother-in-law who doesn't have Instagram, but does have one to follow me. Mm-hmm. And she started going through my story beside me and she was like, look, I follow you on Instagram. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because what's about to happen is you're going to see my swimsuit photo that I took in your son's bathroom upstairs. And I felt so one part of me was like, I was proud of that photo and like, I don't care. Yeah. But the other part of me was like, I feel so awkward sitting beside you knowing you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. Do you ever struggle with that? Oh my God. So the day I posted that picture, my parents were gone for the entire day. As soon as they got back, I was like avoiding talking to my parents the rest of the next. I was like, if they say anything <laughs> about this picture, I'm going to hide in my hole. But I was like, my mom follows me. She saw the picture. She liked the picture, but I was literally felt the same way. I was like, please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. I was listening to Tank Sinatra on Ed Milet's podcast, mm-hmm. and he was talking about when he first started, right? Because he's the meme. I mean, he's huge in social media. Yeah. And he was saying, he's like, you don't start out with zero followers on Instagram. He's like, it's worse. You start out with like 160. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, your friends and your friends' husbands and things like that. And then you post your first whatever. Like, for him, it was his first meme. For us, it's like we're being more bold on social media. Yeah. And he's like, then you watch, you lose followers. Because they're like, what are they trying to do? be an influencer and mm-hmm. I feel like you and I like we got to the point where we got to barstool and now we're like kind of coming into ourselves which is like there are some days we talk about vibrators some days we're posting mirror pics and it's like it feels good but every once in a while part of me will go back home and I'm like what did she what's she thinking what's oh. the girl I went to high school with thinking literally before because like before barstool I feel like barstool is giving us leverage to make it okay but pre-barstool when we started posting on social media I remember, like, my friend's sister unfollowed me, which is a little bit of a slap in the face because I'm so close with her. My One of my brother's good friends was like, why is Jordan doing this? Like, this is weird. And I was just like, oh, my God, these people that I thought I was close with aren't supporting this. And then, of course, when I went to Barstool, I'll end it because they were like, oh, you have a platform, you're at Barstool. It, oh, she made it. Yeah, yeah, I'll follow her again. But I, I know exactly who, who stopped following me, who didn't support me back in the early days. And I'll remember that forever. So I, I had, I would started making videos before I got here Mm -hmm. because you have to have like a digital portfolio. Yeah. Obviously. How else are you going to do it? So I would make, let's say I had 5,000 followers. I would make these videos and I'd put them out there and I was all over the place with them. And I would drop like to 4.8, 4.7. And I would get, I would be like, I'm not supposed to do this. Like I can't keep going. And so one day Graham downloaded that app where you can see who unfollowed you. I've done that. And he sat me down one day, because I, I literally had lost 500 followers. And he sat me down, and he's like, all right, I'm going to tell you the 10 worst ones. And it was like an old roommate, like girls I went to college with. And I was just sitting there, and I was like crying. But I wrote down all of them, and I put them in a thunder box that sits below my TV. And I just have them in there, and they just fuel me. And, and you know what the best part is? All the guys that unfollowed me, they're back. And right? I just laugh, and I'm like, oh, Dude, same. It's so funny. It's like, it's amazing the people who come out of the woodwork once you start to have a platform. I'm like, no, 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 no. I remember everything. 
yeah, you weren't there when we were down. When we were trying yeah. something new. Like, no wonder it's so hard to post a freaking mirror photo. Yeah. Because people are like, what they, they send it to their friend. They're like, what's she trying to do? And it's like trying to look good. Yeah. Trying to look, trying to just have a little bit of self-confidence. Forgive me. Literally, but I, all I, I'll, what fuels me too is I'm like, okay, if, especially if a girl tears me down for posting that, I'm like, it's because you're insecure. Not because you're mad at me. It's because like you're mad at something in yourself. Like it's your own insecurity that you're projecting on me. And that makes me feel better. The hate, I've been dying laughing lately because we, ha- we had an only hate comments at the beginning, <laughs> but we're totally through the <clears throat> threshold and we've made it through the fire and yes. the other side of it feels good. It actually feels better knowing you went through that. Yes. Like it means more. But now I'll get the biggest kick out of somebody being like, your eyebrows are so dark. I'm like, do you think, Tammy, that I'm going to go <laughs> shave them off now because you thought my eyebrows were too dark? Like... Can you let me have this one? Dude, what's with eyebrows? I remember when I first started at Barstool, everyone was coming for my eyebrows. Wait, what? Do you remember that? Good eyebrows. I do now. People oh, you, were, they were worse before? What would they look like? No, they weren't worse before. But, like, when I first... I, I've, ch- I've changed them a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, the comments helped, Jordan. I'm like, fuck you guys. But only because this was when I was, like, very new, and I didn't understand that hate comments were... Like, I've learned over time how to deal with them. Now, if someone said it to me, I'd be like, fuck you. But back in the day, I mean, I was brand new, and, like... We didn't know what to do. Yeah. Totally um, valid. And it was, like, men, so I was like, oh, my God, the male eye doesn't think I have good eyebrows, so I have to change them. But, yeah, people... People came from my eyebrows left and right. It was incredible. So what's with eyebrows? People are coming from mine, like, currently. Why? They look the exact same as they did when I first met you. They're the same. They're just dark. I like dark, though. I like... I could never imagine you with light eyebrows. Same. Like, I'm a I blonde, but I, I dye them. Yeah. And I'm going to keep dyeing them. You do you. I will. Yeah, <laughs> so, people are... <laughs> now, if you hit me on a, on a body comment, <laughs> I won't have quite the same response, but eyebrows, I can stay on my own ground. Isn't it weird how, like, little comments, like, eyebrows are, um... You're crying? Uh, sorry, no, I just, I the sty, it's just, it's watering. <laughs> the damn sty, those never leave us. Those will haunt Mean Girl Pod. Um, do you want my shirt? Would you mind? It would really <laughs> help. I'll or just take it off. Another one? No, I'll just take it off. Okay. You can just have it. Thank you. Friendship. Friendship. Take the shirt off your back so she can clean her sty. You wiped the sweat off of me earlier. <laughs> I did. Alex got back from boxing and she's like, can you wipe the sweat off my back? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> sure can. <laughs> Why not? Um, speaking of that. Can we talk about your shot shooting? What you shot? What you shoot? <laughs> what you shoot? <laughs> your shoot your shot moment? Yeah, your shoot your shot moment. Okay, so we know that I've been boxing, but today, yesterday was the first day I sparred, which is like where you get in the ring and fight somebody. But it was my coach, <clears throat> and I knew that moment was gonna suck, but it was like way worse than I thought. Yeah. And and so I left yesterday, and I like kind of started crying on the way home. And I was like, "We're good." Like it's a healthy kind of cry. Like I was like, "I feel uncomfortable, so I'm crying." Yeah. Today I was in the ring with a girl that I didn't know, and like the stool scenes, Fasoli was there. And at one point after the first round, I walked over to my coach and I was like, "I gotta cry." And I was just sitting there like bawling, kind of. And I was like, "I was like, I'm okay, but I'm scared, and I feel uncomfortable, and like this is so good for me because here's the thing." The punches don't hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I stopped and I asked myself, I said, what are you so afraid of right now, Alex? She hit me square in the face, and it wasn't that bad. Okay. That wasn't what I was scared of. So I wasn't scared of anything except myself. Like, I was my own worst enemy, mm-hmm. and that's what was making me cry, was I was like, get the fuck out there and hit her. And that was so hard for me. And so that's my shoot your shot is the sparring which now I know I'm going to have to spar. He's like, we have to spar every day for the next four weeks because you have to make yourself be not scared. Yeah. And I was like, it made me feel so uncomfortable just to, like, be in the ring, like, having to hit somebody. 
so that it was I can't explain it besides it was very good for me like really good for me but I was very I was very scared of it and it reminds me of okay so you know how on this podcast uh, I, th- I thought you raised your hand sorry <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> you know, how, like if you go in here and we were like somebody besides ourselves and like mm-hmm. we were trying to be something else, like it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like the same when you're in the ring. Like if I'm afraid to hit, if I'm like afraid of what she's going to do to me, I won't hit her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, with the offense and defense thing, it's like I have to go in there and it just has to be offense. Like I just have to be myself, I have to post the mirror pick, like all of those things. And it just like parallels to me life all the time. So the other thing I've been thinking about with it, Okay, so my boxing coach, he's made me think of something because he makes me feel so uncomfortable. Like, I'm, I'm so out of my comfort zone to the point that I'm crying, which I can do emotionally, but I've never done physically. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me think of something that I've been reading in Ed Milet's book about proximity and your friend group. And he talks about how you'll never outperform your inner circle. That's a quote from John Wooden. And it's like, if we think about he says the sweet spot could be between three to five friends. For me, I think it's like five. Mm-hmm. If we think about the five people we truly surround ourselves with, do they push you to be a better person? So like you, for example, for me, taught me this is what it's like to be uncomfortable, but you pushed me to be consistent. You pushed me to do all of these things that you don't even know. But for you were a good match for me as a friend of somewhere I wanted to be. I looked up to things like that. And my boxing coach was the same. And I was like, he makes me feel so uncomfortable. And if I think about my five groups of the five people and my friends, it's like if I'm on one page, I don't even necessarily want them to be on the same page. I want them to be a page ahead of me or two pages ahead of me, like where I'm weak, you're strong, vice versa. Yeah. So I've been thinking about my core group of friends. Have you done like have you ever experienced that thinking about really who you surround yourself with and like how big of an impact it can have on you and your growth? Yes. First, can you repeat that quote again? You'll never outperform your inner group of friends or out inner circle. Yeah. So when you said that to me, it like, it, it like made me want to just like sit and think. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard it, I, I was like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you're never going to outperform? That seems odd. But I think what you meant was you should be always surrounding yourself with people who you want, like that fuels your fire. So you want strong people around you all the time. It's not like a diss. Because, like, when I first heard that, I was like, that's kind of like a backhanded comp- like, comment. Like, right. what do you mean? You're never going to outperform. Like, my friend's always going to be better than me? Like, what does that mean? Right. But it's like, no, you want friends who are so great that you're always on the same level of, like, pushing yourself to be more successful. Yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. To think about it. To think about it for the starting yeah. five, I guess, you're like, I want Shaq on my team. Yes, yes. That's who you really – and we talk about competition sometimes, in ter- but it's like – Help! This isn't even about competition. No. This is like she's great. I want to be just as great. Yes, because there's going to be people in the in your life like you guys. I'll never see this competition. I want the best for you guys, no matter what. But there's other girls that have been in my life where I'm like, I'm going to compete with you to the day I die, and I'm going to never get sleep because of it. <laughs> right? And <laughs> like, like it's terrible. Like sucks my soul. <laughs> That's the worst feeling in the world. And those are not people who no. can be in your inner circle. But if you real like, I've never thought about it. Living in Oklahoma, living in L.A., living here now. I was like, oh, my God, who I'm around impacts me so much. Because, like, if somebody can pull you out of your comfort zone and you're like, I'm friends with a badass. Yeah. It's like you become more badass. Like, yeah. You know how we talked about not being codependent and having fulfillment in your life is kind of like the secret sauce to happiness? Yes. 
I feel like that also goes with friends. Finding fulfillment in each one of your friends is the secret sauce to a healthy friendship and a friendship that will fulfill you in life. I love that. Because, like, you fulfill me in a different way than Alana fills me. And my X, Y, and Z friend fulfills me in a different way than my other X, Y, Z friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have one friend where I'm like, they fulfill me the exact same way. You can't have it. And and to have, like, such a healthy, like, have, like, a healthy pack. He also talked about how... So Oprah, for example, like that's one powerhouse, but she's nothing without Gail. And she talks about that all the time. Like a lot of time, the creative starts with one person and they have the idea, but they always talk about the co-pilot that made it happen. Like I think a lot of the times, and I don't know if this is true. I'm making this up literally on the spot, but you know how there's girls have a lot of groups of friends and they don't always work out. Like I feel like girls are always like, can't really do more than two. Can't really do more than three because I feel like, girls are finding people who they don't fulfill like us three if there was one other person who was just like you mirror on it wouldn't work no like, we would be catty we, we would be catty we us three work so well together because we are all so different and fulfill each other in different ways and i think about that with my other groups of friends like we all fulfill each other in different ways and there's not one person who mimics the other right we're, we're strong we're the others we're like a puzzle you don't want to find somebody that wants to do all the same workout classes as you yeah. it's stagnant you want to be the one who's like oh my god I don't know why she's so obsessed with the calendar but she is and yeah. it's just like you're yin and you're yang yeah. same thing in a relationship too honestly yeah. it's kind of what you look for like yeah I want a friend who loves to work out like me but I want a friend who's like no 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 no, no. we're going to try Pilates today because all you do is cycle you mm-hmm. know what I mean right right because if I had a friend who's like let's cycle I'd be like well now it's going to be like a competition and like now is it going to like we're going to see who like does the best like I don't really like this anymore right you know what I mean yeah that'll be the same with you with dating though it'll be it'll be that like finding the person who because you always said you want somebody that drinks wine and coffee Mm -hmm. and it's like I love that because I think you will probably find like that would be interesting for you but what if you end up with somebody's like I'm obsessed with cycling but like they light your fire you know like you never know I know pick it I've been thinking about like my ideal person a lot Lately, and I, I think it's just because I haven't been dating, and I, I truly think I'm back to, like, I need to date a creative. Like, someone, because you got, like, for example, like, you're more creative than me. I lack that area. Like, yes, I'm creative, but not in that sense where I feel like someone creative would really fulfill me and light my fire. Yeah, and that, that would be the prime example of pushing you out yeah. of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is calendar number. Like, that's where you numbers, you thrive yeah. there. But, like, you love being around creatives. Yeah. Things like that. That, to me, is the coffee tasting and the wine. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a creative. Yeah. You're actually kind of structured in that area. In creative? No, and even, like, you're like, this is the best Aperol spritz. It's here. And, and you're like, okay, okay, got it. Yeah, great. And Alana's where you're like, I made my own. And I'm like, why would you make your own? We can just go there. And Alana's like, and, and what orange juice is in it? And Jordan's like, and there's no orange juice in Aperol spritzes. First I go, like, oh. And Alana's like, no wonder mine's so good. <laughs> Can't find one in the city that's like it. Wait, that's so true. Yeah. Oh I think it might, be, it might be – like, you even pushed me to try a vibrator. I'm like, why would I do that? But I'm going to do that. Yeah, speaking of that. Speaking um, of, need to talk about it. So curious what's yeah. going on. Have you um, gotten one, Alex? Because we have a lot of people wondering. Okay, so I got one. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got a vibrator. Give us the rundown. And I tried it last night. Alone or with Graham? With Graham. Graham was the one using it. Because that was okay. the instructions, right? Correct. Yeah. So he uses it. Where? Where I In. thought... In, right? Yeah. In. Yeah, yeah, I was just wondering. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, details. what do you mean? No, no, no. I want all the <laughs> He details. also tried it on my boob, but we'll get there. So he, <laughs> he, you touch my boobs. 
over. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. You like boob touch. Yes, that's why I'm I'm nervous if I ever, I want a boob job, but I don't know if I could ever get one because I'm, I need to know if I will lose the sensitivity. Like, I really? Will, I need somebody to promise me that I won't or I can't do it. Wait. Wait. I like boob play too, but I'm not, I wish I was more sensitive. I there. didn't, yeah, I'm not sensitive at all there. If Graham touches my boob, like, I have to go to the bedroom. I'm like, are you serious? I'm the most. It turns me on more than anything in the entire like world. Yes, like mentally or physically. Physically, like I'm just like, oh my god, and like he knows that. So I'm like, if I get a boob job, <clears throat> do I lose even five percent of that? Because that's like my spot. Have you? I mean, and I don't, I don't know. know people. Like I've asked my friends that have had them. I'm like, did you lose sensitivity? They're like, kind of, but they're like, you guys, it's not. They don't really care. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I think about that a lot. Yeah, that's something you definitely want to look into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. You I probably shouldn't breastfeed either. Yeah. I know. That's I'm so like, weird. These are my. These are my. Th- <laughs> they're not very big, but they. Yeah, that's like God's gift. Like God's gift to you is literally that you have so much sensitivity there. Like that's rare. Do you guys have a spot where if you're touched, it's over? Yeah. What is it? Okay, so this is. Mine is so weird, but it's literally, like, on the back of my neck. <laughs> oh, like, if he touches you? Like, if anyone, like, ever grabs – like, if a guy, like, went like this to me, like, a nice way, that was just, like, maybe, like, leaned over my shoulder and put his hand, like, on my neck, I would literally be like, oh, my God. It's over? It's over. Really? Yes, or if they, like, kiss the back of my neck or, oh, just any type of touch on the back, not the front. I don't mm-hmm. like people touch – like, when guys kiss my neck, I'm like, cool, whatever. I could watch a movie right now. But the back, game, over. What's yours? Maybe it's like my inner thighs. Oh, oh yes. that's good. <laughs> like a hand on the inner thigh is like, you just feel so protected. Oh my God, when yeah. you're eating dinner with someone, like you're on a date for like, you've only been but dating like for a inner. while. And they like, like you're talking hands. like, yeah. they're like, do you want to get out of here? Like, <laughs> you're like, I sure, I, I'm already out of here mentally. One time I went on a date with this guy and we, this was like our third date and we were sitting in a booth so we could sit next to each other. And he like rested his hand on my thigh and I literally was like, Oh my god, I'm going to die. I love you. Oh, I just remembered it. This is so weird. (laughs) Okay, what is that? I feel like I could guess it, maybe. (laughs) It's very random. Like, the top of my back. Like, kisses and licks. The top of your back? Yeah. Yeah, like, the neck, the top of the back, the neck. Like, my wings. Yes! Wait. The the top area from, like, here uh, to here. Like, maybe it's just because it's rarely touched by anything but my hair. And we're not talking, like, a hand No, I'm talking, like, from behind, like, if if they lick. Or kiss the top of my back. How do you even get there? Are you on your stomach? No, if I yeah, from behind. Yeah. Like if okay. behind me. Oh. I'm like literally kiss the top of my back. Okay, one time another story. What? I I know it gives it, it gives <coughs> me the chills. I was like, dating this guy and we were watching like a movie. And I was Sorry. Well, this is how this is how it happened. This all happened. Okay. I don't know which one of you to look at. So we were watching a movie and we were laying on his bed. This is a while back. And um I had my shirt off, I think. And I was laying down, and he just started, like, massaging my back. And then he started, like, kissing my upper back and neck. And that's why I learned it was, like, such a turn-on. But that's, like, how it, like, can happen. If, like, either you're laying down, they give you massage. Like, yes, the upper back, the neck. It's insane. I And, like, no guy ever touches that area. So when the guy does, I flip out. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's I think it's, like, a very sensitive area because <clears throat> no one's touching it. Yeah. But it has to be, like, a light touch, like, lift. Yes. Remember, like, like the... The uh, what? Remember the tight squeeze, cool breeze? Now you got the shivers. Mine's just. Do you remember that tight squeeze? Did it always school? turn you guys on? Maybe. You remember that though? Yeah. Tight squeeze, cool breeze. Now you got the shivers. I'd be like, Whoa. I never even thought about it. 
funny. That's where it started for me. Okay, so this kind of goes back to that episode where we talked about not telling people things or like telling, like telling or not telling them. Mm-hmm. For me, it took like six months, and I finally told Grandma. I was like, "P.S. If you touch my boobs, I <laughs> animal, like whole new person." But it's like. It took him like a year to tell me when you kiss my neck, I'm bored out of my mind, actually turned off. And I'm yes, like, that's how I am. But it's like, guys at the bar, I'll whisper to them now, like, touch your neck. But like, they <laughs> don't know. It's so funny because, like, don't you wish you had a sign above your head that was like, to turn me on, please touch my neck. Yes. Kiss my back. It's like, I mean, you would know. It's as simple as like telling someone, like, how you like to be fingered to eat. Now it's, it's the back of the neck, but it's so, still so hard to communicate. It's so yes. weird, too. To be it's like, like where? <laughs> well, I'm still confused. Used by ears, I'm imagining like the like I don't know. I guess my like, like my wings. It'd be like yes, yes, yes. And I'm just a kiss. The most like non-sexual you. area ever. No, like kissing. No, I don't like oh. it. Kiss and lick. Ah! Turns like she's turning on. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but like this wait, like, but, just would do nothing for me. Oh my god, I can't even like touch my own. Wait, I would wish that did that for me. I didn't like the vibrator on that. It was not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibrator. How did it work? Sorry, going on a tangent. No, it was good. I think <laughs> I started the tangent because I didn't want to talk about it. Um, okay. I think I might have an unpopular opinion on the vibrator. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. It was no, no, awesome. No, no. Okay. It was, it was like, it felt, it felt, it felt like something I've never felt before. Mm-hmm. It was, I felt like I was sitting in the climax of sex. Oh. Right. Like right before the orgasm, because like I'll have the orgasm spot, but I'll have like the 15, 20 seconds before it mm. where I'm like, oh my God, I love this. I would love to stay here forever. <laughs> it felt a little bit less than that. So it felt really good. Okay. But it started immediately making me crave. Like I was like, Graham, I want you to touch me. Like that's what it made. I was like, I need your hands. Like I need you. And the same thing. He's like, let me try it on your boob. Like you love when I touch your boobs. And I was like, I just need your hands on. Me. Okay. This changed my opinion a little. Okay. I think the doing it with your partner thing, it's less about the vibrator itself and more about, like, control, maybe. What do you mean? Lack thereof? Yeah, like, submitting control. Okay. Like, letting someone else, like, do something very foreign to your body. Yes. I think that might be the hot part. Less than the actual vibrator. Because I kind of agree. I don't love the feeling. I mean, it's cool. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, but I think the hotter part, like, the more, like, sexy part, is like letting someone else like do something to you and you yeah like just have to lay there i think i I like like, that i think i would like a vibrator more with just myself than with a person i think that's what it is but maybe you'll you'll like other things in that vein of like control well i love the whip yeah exactly that's a control thing did you do anything external with it or is it only internal both okay like when and i was like I, i was like this feels so good like i was saying out loud i'm like this feels so good i love this oh my god oh my god but then I was like, can your fingers do this? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially because, like, you're used Maybe to Graham. Maybe a bigger one. I saw the box. It, it looked like a small version. You need the ones that's, like, a, the size of this remote. That's, <laughs> that arrives Thursday. He, okay. Graham you was use, like, like, you the need the bullet. Yes. He's Bullets, like, you need no. the bigger one. And I was like, okay, let's try that. Don't get me wrong. I loved the way it felt. Like, it didn't feel bad. Yeah. Honestly, like you kind of mentioned, I'm like, I'll sit there and watch a movie with that. But I was like, with his hand on it, I was like, I need your yeah, hand. Like, I'm yeah, obsessed yeah, yeah. with you. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, would you ever? <laughs> can we crop all the time? Yeah. <laughs> it is a habit. I'm in my seat. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Sure can. What is it? <laughs> would you ever try it alone? I thought about that. Like if Graham was gone for a week or so? 
Okay, so I have... I wouldn't want him to do that, to, like, jack off when I wasn't there. Does he not? Not really, no. Like, I think, though... No, he doesn't. He does not. Like, he used to, I think. But then, remember, the marriage counselor made the comment and was like, today's the day. And I've never bothered, like, asking him. This is... I don't know how he possibly could, like, unless he's traveling for a long period of time. But I was thinking about that, and I'm like, for some reason I would feel bad doing it when he wasn't there. That's okay. I don't think he would care. But I was like, I don't really want to. Like, I just like doing that stuff with him. Yeah, and that's okay. It's like my sacred spot. You don't need to, like, no one says, like, you need to master If you're having healthy sex and a lot of it, like, good for you. Yeah, and I, like, love that about it. I'm like, no, you're just kind of the person I want to touch me. Yeah. But I do want to try the bigger one. I think that was the problem. Yeah, yeah it needs fun. to be like a device. That'd be <laughs> like not, not like a pan, like a pocket. Needs to be uncomfortable. That would be fun. Oh, this was not. No, was, I know, I know, I hate those things. They're kind of weird. Like the bullets, like, like ew. I used to have ones like they fit in your purse. Yeah, and I was like, eh, that one. Broke. Oh, that's why I like really have the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, that's like, oh. for, that's kind of like for something different, I guess. I didn't want to like, like you know booze. change your opinion when when I saw you buy it. I was like, I'll just let her. It's it different out. when someone's like. <laughs> 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 fencing <laughs> well, it, like barely fit in his hand you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah no you need the past his hand there wasn't much space thank you for not vibrator shaming me of course never i've had teeny tinies and i've had big dogs too <laughs> what's your fave the big dog middle ground middle you're a middler i'm still actually looking for my favorite vibrator right now i have the rabbit but i don't love how it has the thing that sticks out because i like to use it for external use so that thing gets in the way and hits me in the stomach and i'm like ouch that hurts because i like to lay down <laughs> not the mental image i needed <laughs> but i have one i'm painting one in my head of you doing that so that's good i don't know what the thing is like a bar it's like a. it's kind of like this it like it's like imagine a big one with a little one coming out of it yeah like that. yeah okay what's that for uh clit and then internal but i don't like to use them internal so it just like gets in the way okay um also um quick thing i just have to quick bring this up so i started watching bridgerton and i told you guys how obsessed i am with season two because the sexual tension is just off the charts sandra rhymes oh she wrote bridgerton shonda rhymes yeah she's she's it's her it's a book but she made it into a show she's incredible she the sexual tension that they created in that show is literally insane. I don't know how they did it, but <laughs> I want sexual tension with somebody so bad. Oh, like, did you guys like, like, mm. I need that. Okay. Like you want, like, I want to have a crush on somebody that likes me back, but like, we're not being honest about it. And every time I see them, I just want to like jump them, but nothing happens for a while. And then all of a sudden after like three work, three weeks of liking each other, we finally like get into a room and we just like jump each other's bones. Okay. So you want something that you like see out regularly, regularly and you flirt, but you haven't done anything yet. Yeah. And maybe like you start out like making out at the outside. No, the bar. not even, no, no, nothing. just friends. You want it to build up yeah, for build three up. to four weeks. Yeah. And then <laughs> poof. Yeah. Okay. Also, I would like to say I'm happy to hear a good review of the Bridgerton because there was a lot of bad ones. What? Season two. What? I tried it. I didn't like it. So I'm going to try it, though, because of you. I'm going to retry it. I'm going to go back. If you have not watched at least three episodes of Bridgerton, you can shut up because the first three episodes suck. And then after that, it gets so good. Literally, I, you guys, the sexual tension is insane. That's all I can say. Can I suggest a show for you to watch after and you report back to me? Physical or whatever you Have watching? you watched it? No, but I want to now, but it's on Apple TV. And that's only in my living room. 
And I don't like watching TV in my living room. I just, like being in my bed. Just swap the devices. I don't have a TV in my room. I have a laptop. Oh, wait. If I can log into Apple TV in my TV. You just yeah, if you can log in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's everywhere, actually. <laughs> it could be here, technically. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Yes. You, I need you to report back to me on her self-talk. It's physical, right? Yes. And there's an eating disorder disclaimer at the beginning, which scared me. Mm-hmm. But I want to know what you think of the way she talks to herself. Is it good or bad? It's phenomenal. It's triggering, though. But in it, it doesn't <coughs> bother me. Okay. So, in season two, you'll get some sexual chemistry. Oh, there's multiple seasons? Yes, there's two, I think. Hell yeah. So I'll do Bridgerton, you do that. Deal. Also, I'd like to recommend everyone read Ed Milet's book. <laughs> you got so Which like, I'm highlighting to send to you. Both of you are going to get a copy. Okay. What's it called? The Power of One More. Okay. Would you guys like if we did Rex Weekly? Because I was thinking about that. Just like what we're currently loving in life. Mm-hmm. Get Only ready because it's going to be so freaking different every week. Yeah. Um, we're kind of heavy on the contradictions of obsessions. You and I are a little bit um, all or nothing. Yes, that is something I'm learning. I mean, you knew. I knew. <laughs> you had to have known. I knew. I knew the moment I met you. I knew. But you knew that about you too, right? Yeah, it's something I've avoided to admit my whole life until I started going to therapy. I was like, I hate to admit it, but I'm blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, I knew this whole time. Even therapy, we're like, if we're in therapy, we're in therapy. And I'm like, here's my therapist that if we're out of it, we're like, it's not even that good. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, I'm all or nothing. I have no, don't balance in my life. That's why, like, I'm either obsessed or I hate. There's no in between. Hate. Hate. <laughs> but have you ever felt indifferent? You know, have you been thinking about this lately? You know. I feel like you just got, like, caffeine high I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't do this after boxing. <laughs> no, wait. What, what were you going to say? Well, because they, you know, they say you love somebody, you hate somebody opposite of love, but feeling indifferent is the worst because you feel nothing. Yeah. Mm. We don't need to name a list of people. Wait, but have I felt that before? Yeah, I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, okay. 100%. Every guy that I stop having a crush on. <laughs> you do feel indifferent. Yeah, I'm like, who? <laughs> Forgot. One time I think I did mention one of them to you, and you were like, what? I was like, remember from the bar? Yeah. You are like, oh, yeah, him. It's yeah. Me, yeah. If I ever like a guy for longer than, um, like, four months, then we know it's real. Noted. Yeah. Okay. Duly noted. I, I, I'm spraying up the eye. Yeah. Oh, uh, should I read the question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have one quick question before right. we ex. It's the pod. Okay, we're gonna start doing listener questions, like writing questions. <laughs> Yay! Because we get a lot, and they're good, so might as well read them. We but do get a lot. That's true. We won't. Um, this is why we love Alana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't know that. <laughs> we didn't know we got good ones. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is so. Cute. Well, there's diamonds in the rough. I'll just say that. Um, and I won't read people's names. So I'll just read the question. Okay. Love. I thought this was kind of funny, and it could like you know, become conversation so this guy says how do i tell my girlfriend that she has a camel toe when she wears a certain type of pants i love her to death and it's so ugly and i feel embarrassed for her because i don't think she notices oh wait so like i thought guys thought camel toes were hot i don't think they do and i actually because mike has told me before like you have a camel toe and i'm like confused i like because like wouldn't you think that they would think it's hot it's like your your vagina vagina. but but i think large more largely like (laughs) How would you want your boyfriend or someone to tell you that, like, whatever you're doing, like, looks like shit? Yeah, how would you want Graham to tell you that? Yeah. I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Because that's really sweet. Like, it right. probably doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And we do think that they think it's hot. I don't, though. Like, I, I, I get self-conscious of that. Oh, same. No, no, I, I don't think it's hot. I'm confused no. why they think it's ugly. Because, like, on the vein of, like, women's bodies, like, wouldn't you think... 
Maybe she thinks that she's doing it for him. Though. No, I think girls don't realize it. I don't think she knows. Yeah, it's oh, probably okay. her pants are too tight. Okay, really sweet. This is so yeah. sweet of him to ask. Okay, this is what I would want. Oh man, it's tough because there's no easy way. But you have to say. I think you start. You layer it in, right? These pants are so hot on you. Like you, I love your body. You have such a good body. Everything you, you know, give her the compliments, and then be like, I just wanted to point out because maybe you don't know. I wouldn't say they give you a camel toe, but I'd be like, they, they like cave in around like your vagina. And I don't think that you would want that. And be like, I didn't know how to tell you, but I just wanted to tell you because I think you're so beautiful and like your body's so hot. That you're, it, that's not the most flattering way. Yeah. Wait, it's, it's like a sandwich. Like you compliment, <laughs> tell her what's wrong, compliment. Compliment, yeah. critique, compliment. Yes. She won't even hear the, yeah. won't even hear it. What I, about like makeup, hair? Like what if like. I don't know, you're doing eyeliner in a weird way. They don't get to tell you. Yeah, Even your I friends. Think, like, isn't it awkward when, like, your friends are doing something that, like, looks bad? So my know? friends in the past, this is more so when I was growing up, I used to do my eyeliner, like, more, like, circle And one of my friends was like, you got to stop doing that. It looks like shit. And I am so appreciative because I started the wing because of her. But, I mean, she said mm. it a lot nicer. But she was like, I don't like that on you. Like, I think with your eye shape it would look better if you tried something else. So she was like very good about how she said it. And I was so appreciative. Now I'd kind of tell someone to F off because I'm 27. I think I know what looks good on me, but I would still like to hear what you had to say, I guess. Cause we see each other differently. I don't know. I think that they have, to, I think that they have to ask you what you think. Yeah. Like, Oh, I think volunteering it. If I was like, okay, Alana would be so much cuter with different hair. Like, mm-hmm. Alana loves her hair probably Mm -hmm. and like if you were like hey what should I do with my hair that's a good then I think then I think you've welcomed the conversation but if you volunteer it they could be like I love my hair and I've tried other ways yeah that's a good point maybe only if they ask what if she loves her pants maybe get new underwear uh camel toes sometimes it's because of the underwear situation Mm I think if you're dating and it's something like that it's okay to tell her yeah especially when it's like something that like, makeup is so different because, I hate to say this, but, like, we all wear makeup. But, like, camel toes, it's, it's not, like, normal to have a camel toe. Like, I don't want to be yeah, rude, it's like, but you it's, know what I mean? It's like the pants. Yeah, it's not, like, something that we all strive to have on a daily basis or we all have regularly. Like, usually, if I knew I had a camel toe, I'd be so grateful that someone told me that so I could prevent that from happening. I had a boss one time tell me she so I guess I used to have like a mustache and she did it in the best way ever she ordered these little like shavers to the office and then was like okay girls we all get one and she's like look it's so great and I was like that's for fucking me I know no yeah but it was so like cute she kind of like did it around and I was like thank you and I was like mortified yeah I guess it is good to volunteer because some people like just don't care about certain things I but I think that's the difference like that's more in line with like the camel toe yeah as opposed to like the makeup, makeup or the hair because you're picking that yeah that's this, true. this is like something you can't see and this isn't mm-hmm. a choice like we don't choose to grow facial hair or to have a camel toe always like no girl wants that no but like we choose the makeup we put on our face yeah or like if you want shorter long hair it's like you you, you decided yeah. that yeah i guess I, like for example let's say i wanted to cut my hair and i was like i'm cutting my hair and you're like no but if i was like alex what do you think if i cut my hair right kind of like when you asked me about extensions you were like i'm getting them and i was like nah don't get them i was like so excited for you but i also want you to know you're gor- like you're unbelievably gorgeous with short hair too yeah you're good at that yeah yeah that's yeah yeah right yeah. instead of being like what do you think i should I dye my hair or not yeah that would be asking you yeah as opposed to like hey i'm gonna go black I'm like, no right <laughs> like oh i wish you wouldn't yeah but then again it's like if you were gonna dye your hair black i feel like being a good friend would be like don't do it <laughs> please don't yeah, do that yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true it's Re- hard it is hard 
You have to read the room, I guess. Yeah. And I guess it depends on your relationship, too. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable telling someone down, like, in a, someone else in the office not to dye your hair, but you guys, I would be like, I, I love you guys, and I I love you guys. We would know it came from a good spot. Yeah. Because yeah. you'd be like, I want you guys to look. Yeah. Yeah. You look your best self. Right. Right. That's yeah. a hard one. That was a really good question. Like, I yeah. like I, that. I you... screenshot that a while ago. Do the donut, though. Because I asked, what? Do the donut. Uh, the the donut approach so compliment critique compliment uh, or the sandwich approach sandwich sorry. oh I was like donuts <laughs> yeah layer it in <laughs> the, Pro, the sandwich approach did you bring sorry. donuts no I I screenshot that from a while ago because I was like oh that's a good question because I don't know how I would want to be told and I asked Mike I was like is there anything I wear or do that you think is like ugly and you never told me he was like not really except maybe when you put too much makeup on but like I don't really do that that often right this is gonna this maybe the takeaway for the listener like I'm gonna ask Graham this afterwards yeah like is there something I wear that's like not yeah good like not good yeah the whole makeup thing can be a conversation for another time there's nothing that grinds my gear more than when guys go I like you better without makeup I'm like I don't fucking care I like myself more with makeup on yeah so you're gonna deal with it okay sometimes I even think that about my friends though like oh you went a little too far Mm -hmm. yeah you're so cute without it yeah 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 yeah. but with to each their own and guys I always laugh Graham's like I love when you don't wear makeup (laughs) and I'm like by no makeup you mean tinted bronzer yeah 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 Yeah, tinted moisturizer like that's called the you know you mean no mascara okay no no makeup is you trust me no eyeliner (laughs) Literally to guys, no makeup is like the no eye makeup. Yeah. I'm like, right. no, no, no. So you like when I wear everything but eyeliner. Okay, cool. Yeah, I yeah. have 17 shades of foundation on, but awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> yay for our first sponsored episode. This was yay. great. I know. Yeah. Alex, do what you do best. Like, comment, subscribe. Leave us a review. Please leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Snapchat. And um, remember, when you're out at the bar next time, to go get a shot of Pink Whitney and shoot your shot and get the guy one, too, or the girl. Yeah. Whoever it is. And if I see you out at the bar, and I'm sure Alex and Lana will agree, come up to us, and we're going to take a shot of Pink Whitney together. Yes. Yes. You're buying. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) We'll decide. (laughs) And on that note, goodbye. Bye. (laughs)